You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, May 9th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. Big stories from this past week. Portland Multifamily. Extremely low inventory and high demand. What does it mean for multifamily investors? And what CRE asset can best withstand inflation? HFO's podcast are sponsored by Gantry Incorporated, the country's largest independent mortgage banking firm, focused exclusively on commercial real estate. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. Low inventory of rental housing coupled with high demand is showing an alarming pattern that is increasing investor hesitancy in cities across Oregon. That's according to Multifamily Northwest biannual apartment report for spring 2022, which surveyed owners and operators of multifamily rental housing covering over 86,000 rental units and 1,200 properties. The survey found that many Oregonians are moving away from the urban downtown, which is impacting the affordability and availability of multifamily rentals away from those dense areas, suburban areas that were traditionally considered more affordable. According to Multifamily Northwest, the new data deeply contrasts the 2021 findings, which saw rent and vacancies remaining stable from from 2020. The report also found housing production continues to lag behind demand, which is a major factor in rising rents and low vacancies. Construction has slowed considerably, pushing vacancies lower and rents higher. Inflation is impacting the development pipeline and rent affordability, material supplies, wage growth, and investment appetite. According to the study, average wages in Oregon have increased 17% in the past two years. The report found many investors sold multifamily properties in the Portland metro in 2021, which made the sales volume hit new record high. The market has slowed in the first quarter of 2022, starting off with just 86 transactions, according to the report, more than 25% fewer than 2021 fourth quarter, which had 116 transactions. The median price per unit was 187600 the report found. Major forecasts predict continued rent increases in the Portland metro area, partially due to population increase as well. The outlet calls for cleaning up the urban core to increase interest and desirability, as well as cool demand and slow inflation with higher interest rates. So what does this mean for multifamily investors? The sales market is strong for investors in the multifamily sector. Market conditions tightened from 2020 to 2021, and many owners saw substantial income increases. Before 2021, the busiest year for apartment transactions in Portland was during the building boom. In 2015, the area saw 273 sales, and in 2016, a record sales volume of $2.95 billion. However, in 2021, the area saw 315 sales, totaling $4.42 billion, 50% above the previous peak. The boom in construction from around 2017 to 19 in the Portland metro area increased vacancy rates and slowed rent increases at the time. In 2020, there was about 10,500 units under construction in the area, but only 4,600 newer units are now under construction to start the second quarter of 2022, and those won't be delivered to the market for another 18 months. Experts said barriers to new construction in the pipeline include national issues like rising material costs and waging rises, as well as local concerns like inclusionary housing policy that have been controversial in neighborhood cleanliness and desirability. The combination of mandatory affordable housing units when developing new multifamily units, coupled with the increase in homelessness and the people on the streets, has caused investors to hesitate when thinking about investing in the area. Changing population demographics, such as unique movements to and from urban areas, due to work-from-home scenarios in conjunction with rapidly rising interest rates that quickly climbed from an average of 3.18 to 4.67 this year already are also causes for pause. The inflation rate has been impacting investor returns despite increased rent due to increased operating and maintenance expenses. 
These factors can deter developers and investors from the area. Vacancy rates are still tight. The average for a studio in Portland is $1,204 this spring and $1,883 for a three-bedroom unit. In the Portland-Vancouver metro areas, the current vacancy rate is 3.56. It's up slightly from 3.36 last fall. Vancouver and Aloha had the lowest vacancy rates, while downtown Portland and northwest Portland have the highest vacancy rates at 5.5 and 5.2 respectively. This supports the finding that renters are vacating dense urban areas in favor for suburbs. One regulation in Portland that has directly affected new developments is the inclusionary housing policy, which requires builders of new properties with more than 20 units to include some affordable housing units. After the inclusionary housing policy was set in place, many developers built 19-unit properties in order to make the build pencil out and avoid the policy. The effect is ultimately fewer units were built overall, reducing utility of urban density opportunities. New apartment buildings in the construction pipeline are projected to decline from the five-year average. The vacancy rates are expected to remain low through 2022. What CRE assets can best withstand inflation? Overall, the CRE market is not entirely insulated from the impacts of rising inflation, as it tends to increase the cost of labor construction and operations, which ultimately add pressure to the supply and demand trends that can increase the probability of interest rate hikes. But some commercial real estate assets class are more affected by inflation than others. Generally speaking, the faster an asset class can increase its net operating income through rental rate increases, while lowering its operating expenses as a percentage of rental revenue, the stronger hedge it offers against the erosion of real returns during high inflationary periods. CrowdStreet analyzed common commercial property types and ranked them across the spectrum based on the level of the control that owners have over NOI and asset value. Multifamily came up number one. The reason it gave for the analysis was that it has short leases that roll over liquidity due to institutional preference and widely available in an inexpensive fixed rate agency debt. To round out the top five, we had, we had self-storage at number two, hotels at number three, senior housing at number four, and industrial properties at number five. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. We have an interview with Josh Lerner, Oregon State economist with his outlook on the Oregon economy and population forecast, and what it means for multifamily owners. HFO TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Apartment Investor blog, available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.